0: voice of faith this is Pastor Shishonge from Kairos Christian Family Church in Kailani our teaching today is the new creation let us pray before we get started Father thank you for this moment we thank you for the listeners of God thank you for the Holy Spirit who is in us and with us thank you Lord for in helping us even as we teach your word in Jesus name Amen as mentioned our teacher teaching today is the new creation. What is the new creation? The new creation teaching reveals some Bible facts about Christians or believers. That is our position now that we have been born again. So the new creation explains our position now that we have been born again. After this teaching, you will know the implications of being a new creation. I mentioned earlier on that the new creation talks about the Bible facts. Let us look at Bible fact number one. This is called, You are a child of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God. Friends, when you are born again, it is your spirit man that becomes born again you become a child of god and you become a new creation a child of god is what is called a new creation the bible says all things have passed away what are these things that have passed away the things that are passed away are or is the nature of adam sin that we had in our spirit before salvation and what are the things that have become new the things that have become new is our spirit man. The spirit man gets the nature of God. It gets the life of God, which is called eternal life, and it also gets the ability of God. Let's repeat: If anyone is in Christ, he is in new creation. It is the spirit man that gets born again. You become a child of God. The old nature that we had inherited from Adam is passed away. In the end, in our spirit man, we get the new nature which is the nature of God. This comes with the life of God, eternal life, and the ability of God. That is the thing that is talking about how you are a child of God. So we can confess now. Let us say this after me. I am a child of God. I have eternal life. I have the ability of God. Now, the Bible fact number two is you are one with the Master. We read from 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. When did we join the Lord? The answer is, when we got born again, we joined the Lord. You remember, it's a time when we're given the power to become children of God. You join the family of God. So we have become one with the Lord John chapter five, 15 verse 5 says uh, I am the vine you are the branches when we look at a tree we do not think of it as branches separate from the rest of the tree instead we see one entity in like manner we are one with Christ our spirits are joined to him Jesus is the head and we are his body let me repeat this. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. So when you look at any tree, you'll find that it branches, the, the, the tree, and leaves. You don't see them as separate entities, but you see it as one tree. In like manner, we are one with Christ. Our spirits are joined to him. Jesus is the head and we are his body. We are also called the body of Christ. So we can confess this. I am one with the master. Let's get to double uh, fact number three. This says, all things are possible to you. Remember, firstly, you are what? You are a child of God. Then you are what? You are one with the master. Now I say, all things are possible to you. In Mark chapter nine, verse 23, the word of God says, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. The Greek word for believes means to have faith or to be persuaded or to trust. It means to have faith, to be persuaded or another and or to trust. Therefore, all things are possible when you have faith in God. How many things are all things? All things mean everything. We can say, we can read that scripture differently and say, if you have faith in God, Everything is possible to you who believes. Maybe you've got a problem believing God. You see, in the natural, you can believe someone if they have shown you their character. Let us check out God and see what kind of character it is. He is God so that you can believe Him. In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, the Word of God says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said? and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? In short, this scripture is telling us that God keeps his word. You see, if someone was a person that keeps his word, you can believe them. So in like manner, God keeps his word. So you can believe Him. Let's see another scripture. In Hebrews in verse 8, the word of God says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This means that Jesus, or God, does not change. You see, if God does not change, he was the same as he was in the Old Testament. Therefore, you can believe it. Another scripture is Isaiah 55, verse 11, which says, So shall my word be that that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I see sent it. You see, here God is saying, God's word will always accomplish his purpose, or God's word will never fail. Now, the last scripture I have for you is in Jeremiah 1 verse 12. I read from the New American Standard Bible. It says, For I am watching over my word to perform it. You see, we have seen that God does not lie. God is trustworthy. God does not change. His word always accomplishes his purposes. Now he says he is watching over his word so that he can perform it. God is watching his word so that he can perform it for anyone who believes. You see now, these three these scriptures give reason enough for us to have faith in God. So you can have faith in God. Once you have faith in God, all things are possible to you. Now let us confess this one. All things are possible to him that believes. And I do believe. Now let's go to a Bible fact number four, the last one. It says, the greater one is in you. Let's read from 1 John chapter four, verse four, which says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You are of God, little children. That's you and I, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Who is this them that we've overcome? This is Satan and his company. But when did we overcome Satan? We, over, we, we when Jesus overcame Satan in his death and resurrection. He was doing that as our substitute. When Jesus overcame Satan in his death on the cross and resurrection from the dead, he did that as our substitute. Therefore, we have overcome Satan and his company. Therefore, we can confess and say, therefore, I have overcome Satan and company. The last part of the verse says, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. God the Father is in us in the power and person of the Holy Spirit. Remember John chapter 16 from verse 18? He says, when the Holy Spirit is, comes, He will be with you and be in you. So here we're saying, God the Father is in us in the power and person of the Holy Spirit. And He is greater than Satan and His cause. Now, listen to this. We just said, the greater one is in us. Who is the greater one? The greater one is God Almighty. He is in you or in us in the power and person of the Holy Spirit. He is greater than demons and evil spirits. He is greater than sickness and disease. He is greater than the poverty and lack. He is greater than any force that may come against us. We have all the power and ability we will ever need to put us over. Why? Because the greater one is in us. prepared for any eventuality because the greater one is in us. Friends, it is time for us, the church, to become God-inside-minded. That is to say, we must be aware that the greater one is in us. Let us stop being weakness-minded, or sickness-minded, or infirmity minded or trouble-minded, and even poverty-minded. Instead, we must see ourselves as a new creation because the greater one is is in us. Let me repeat that. We are thoroughly prepared for any eventuality because the greater one is in us. It is time for us to become God-inside-minded. We can refrain or stop being weakness-minded We seeing ourselves as weaklings or sicklings or inferior or troubled and poor. But instead, we must see ourselves as a new creation. Because the greater one is in us. You see, the greater one who is in us is able to overcome all these hindrances. We can confess now and say, the greater one lives in me. Now, maybe you are out there and you say, I have heard about the new creation, but I am not a child of God. I would love to be a child of God. The word of God says in Romans chapter 10 verse 13, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He also says in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I'm going to invite you to pray with me. Just lift up your hands and close your eyes and say after me, Father God, I want to be saved. You said in your way, that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I now call on the name of the Lord. Jesus, save me. I confess, I declare with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life. I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. Therefore, I am saved. Thank you, Lord, for saving me let me give you some things to do before we part. The first one is um, attend a Bible teaching church, read the Bible, and pray. Praying is talking to God. You can tell Him, thank you for saving me. Thank you, I'm a child of God. Thank you, I'm a new creation. As you do that, the Holy Spirit will give you more ways to pray. Now, if you want a a prayer from us, if you want to contact us for, for anything, prayer and any counseling, Please contact us on this number, 071-714-3605. You can follow us also on Facebook Sunday at 10 a.m. for live streaming. Please tune in the same station, same time every Sunday from now on. Thank you. Welcome to Cairo's Voice of Faith. This is Pastor Shishongi from Kairos Christian Family Church in Kailami. Our teaching today is the new creation. Let us pray before we get started. Father, thank you for this moment. We thank you for the listeners of God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who is in us and with us. Thank you, Lord, for helping us even as we teach your word. In Jesus' name, amen. As mentioned, our teaching today is the new creation. What is the new creation? The new creation teaching reveals some Bible facts about Christians or believers. That is our position now that we have been born again. So the new creation explains our position now that we have been born again. After this teaching, you will know the implications of being a new creation. I mentioned earlier on that the new creation talks about the Bible facts. Let us look at Bible fact number one. This is called, You are a child of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God. Friends, when you are born again, it is your spirit man that becomes born again. You become a child of God, and you become a new creation. A child of God is what is called a new creation. The Bible says, all things have passed away. What are these things that have passed away? The things that have passed away are, or is, the nature of Adam sin that we had in our spirit before salvation. And what are the things that have become new? The things that have become new is our spirit man. The spirit man gets the nature of God. It gets the life of God, which is called eternal life, and it also gets the ability of God. Let's repeat. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. It's the spirit man that gets born again. You become a child of God. The old nature that we had inherited from Adam is passed away. In the end, in our spirit man we get the new nature, which is the nature of God. This comes with Life of God eternal life and the ability of God that is the thing that is talking about how you are a child of God so we can confess now let us say this after me I am a child of God I have eternal life I have the ability of God now the bible fact number two is you are one with the master we read from first Corinthians 6 verse 17. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. When did we join the Lord? The answer is, when we got born again, we joined the Lord. You remember, it's a time when we are given the power to become children of God. You join the family of God, so we have become one with the Lord. John chapter 15, verse 5 says, uh, I am the vine, you are the branches. When we look at a tree, we do not think of it as branches separate from the rest of the tree. Instead, we see one entity. In like manner, we are one with Christ. Our spirits are joined to him. Jesus is the head, and we are his body. Let me repeat that. Jesus said, I am the vine, So when you look at any tree, you'll find that God branches the, the, the tree and leaves. You don't see them as separate entities, but you see it as one tree. In like manner, we are one with Christ. Our spirits are joined to him. Jesus is the head and we are his body. We are also called the body of Christ. So we can confess this. I am one with the master. Let's get to Uh, Double fact number three. This says, all things are possible to you. Remember, firstly, you are what? You are a child of God. Then you are what? You are one with the master. Now we're saying, all things are possible to you. In Mark chapter 9, verse 23, the word of God says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. The Greek word for believes means to have faith or to be persuaded or to trust means to have faith, to be persuaded on another, and or to trust. Therefore, all things are possible when you have faith in God. How many things are all things? All things mean everything. We can say, we can read that scripture differently and say, if you have faith in God, everything is possible to you who believes. Maybe I've got a problem believing God. You see, in the natural, you can believe someone if they have shown you their character. Let us check out God and see what kind of character it is he is God, so that we can believe him. In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, the word of God says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? In short, this scripture is telling us that God keeps his word. You see, if someone was a person that keeps his word, you can believe them. So in like manner, God keeps his word. So you can believe him. Let's see another scripture. In Hebrews stated in verse 8, the word of God says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This means that Jesus, or God, does not change. You see, if God does not change, it was the same as it was in the Old Testament. Therefore, you can believe it. Another scripture is Isaiah 55 verse 11 which says, So shall my word be that goes from, that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. You see, here God is saying, God's word will always accomplish or God's word will never fail. Now, the last scripture I have for you is in Jeremiah 1 verse 12. I read from the New American Standard Bible. It says, For I am watching over my word to perform it. You see, we have seen that God does not lie. God is trustworthy. God does not change. His word always accomplishes his purposes. Now he says he is watching over his word so that he can perform it. God is watching his word so that he can perform it for anyone who believes. You see now, these these scriptures give reason enough for us to have faith in God. So you can have faith in God. Once you have faith in God, all things are possible to you. Now let us confess this one. All things are possible to him that believes. And I do believe. Now let's go to Bible fact number four, the last one. It says, the greater one is in you. Let's read from 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, which says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. You are of God, little children, that's you and I, and have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Who is this them that we have overcome? This is Satan and his company. But when did we overcome Satan? When Jesus overcame Satan in his death and resurrection, he was doing that as our substitute. When Jesus overcame Satan in his death on the cross and resurrection from the dead, he did that as our substitute. Therefore, we have overcome Satan and his company. Therefore, we can confess and say, "Therefore, I have overcome Satan and company." The last part of the verse says, "Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world." God the Father is in us, in the power and person of the Holy Spirit. Remember John chapter sixteen, from verse eighteen, he says, "When the Holy Spirit is, comes." He will be with you and be in you. So here we saying God the Father is in us, in the power and person of the Holy Spirit. And he is greater than Satan and his cause. Now, listen to this. We just said, the greater one is in us. Who is the greater one? The greater one is God Almighty. He is in you or in us, in the power and person of the Holy Spirit. He is greater than demons and evil spirits. He is greater than sickness and disease. He is greater than poverty and lack. He is greater than any force that may come against us. We have all the power and ability we will ever need to put us over. Why? Because the greater one is in us. We are thoroughly prepared for any eventuality because the greater one is in us. Friends, it is time for us, the church, to become God-inside-minded. That is to say, we must be aware that the greater one is in us. Let us stop being weakness-minded, or sickness-minded, or inferiority minded or trouble-minded, and even poverty-minded. Instead, we must see ourselves as a new creation, because the greater one is in us. Let me repeat that. We are thoroughly prepared for any eventuality because the greater one is in us. It is time for us to become God-inside-minded. We can refrain or stop being weakness-minded seeing ourselves as weaklings or sicklings or inferior or troubled and poor. But instead, we must see ourselves as a new creation because the greater one is in us. You see, the greater one who is in us is able to... To overcome all these hindrances. We can confess now and say. The greater one lives in me. Now. Maybe you are out there. And you say. I have heard about the new creation. But I am not a child of God. I would love to be a child of God. The word of God says. In Romans chapter 10 verse 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. He also says in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10 that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I'm going to invite you to pray with me. Just lift up your hands and close your eyes and say after me, Father God, I want to be saved. You said in your word that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I now call on the name of the Lord, Jesus, save me. I confess, I declare with my mouth that Jesus is Lord of my life. I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. Therefore, I am saved. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Now, let me give you some things to do before we part. The first one is um, attend a Bible teaching church, read the Bible, and pray. Praying is talking to God. You can tell Him, thank you for saving me. Thank you, I'm a child of God. Thank you, I'm a new creation. As you do that, the Holy Spirit will give you more ways to pray. Now, if you want a, a prayer from us, if you want to contact us for, for anything, prayer and any counseling, Please contact us on this number, 071-714-3605. You can follow us also on Facebook Sunday at 10 a.m. for live streaming. Please tune in the same station, same time, every Sunday.